Y'all ever been tanning? That's a rhetorical question. I'm at home by myself at the moment, so I'm not having a conversation with Nate. So I'm asking you, whoever you are listening, if you ever gone tanning, if you've ever met me, you'll know that I've never been. You can tell by looking, I don't tan. But I just got back from a, an appointment. I'll stop short of saying it's a doctor's appointment. It was to see a physical therapist of sorts, but mostly to check out this thing called the Novathor. I've been going for a couple of weeks, and uh, so I just got back from, I believe this was my eighth visit, and I uh, just wanted to share a little bit about that experience and what led up to it because I'm sort of fascinated by this, the science behind it and the health benefits thereof and sort of what is gone into it. So uh, that is it today. It is just me flying solo, telling you about recovery from a hand injury that not necessarily a serious one or anything that I sustained, but just that I strained my arm somehow and uh, have been going on several months fighting this and decided to give this Novathor a try and thought I would share the results of that. So today you're stuck with just me. This is Jeremy, and this is a guitar shop's guide to a hand injury in the Novathor. All right. So today I wanted to talk for a minute or two about hand injuries or injury prevention, specifically to the hands, because we're guitar players. I'm a guitar player. And so that's what we talk about here. So we'll talk for a few minutes about that as best as I can do speaking over a podcast and not having any sort of visual, you know, video or images or anything that I can show you demonstrating some hand stretches. But there are a lot of good resources. Oftentimes, it's just as simple as the, you know, introduction or first chapter or two of a method book or guitar technique book there are some suggestions and demonstrations of some hand stretches. So maybe just an encouragement not to ignore those pages in the book uh, and actually try some of those exercises. But I'll, I'll speak for a minute on that. I'll go into what I, what I did to myself. If I, if I knew how I hurt myself, I, w- I w- would have avoided it in the first place probably. I didn't do anything. There was no you know tragic injury or anything. I think I just somehow in doing some work around the house strained a forearm tendon or ligament. And uh, that was several months ago. And so having dealt with that, it was what was sort of annoyance at the beginning seemed to become a chronic problem that I couldn't shake. And I'm sure anybody that has any sort of carpal tunnel or arthritis or something like that can probably relate to you know, guitar is hard enough to play in the first place to have to fight this uphill battle of battling some pain or injury or something in your hands. It just makes it that much harder. So anything that you can do to avoid that or lessen the effects of it can be helpful. So I just, my my issue with my arm wasn't going away and it led me to seek out a possible other solution and that's how I landed on uh, trying out the Novathor, which is what I'll get to towards the end. So uh, that is it for today. That is what I'm chatting about. For hand injuries, probably the most common one for guitar players is 
if it's not arthritis, which isn't necessarily, it can be aggravated by guitar playing, but isn't necessarily caused by it. But carpal tunnel is a really common one because of the posture that your hand can take and the squeezing motion of it. That is not what I was dealing with with my forearm, but that is probably the most common one. And I have seen it in guitar players get as bad as causing nerve damage to their hands. In an extreme case, it can cause a problem that your body won't recover from. That nerve damage won't heal. It can be a serious thing. Generally, carpal tunnel is something that you can recover from their, you know, hand braces and, and hand, foot and, you know, whatever specialist can give you, you know, some braces and show you how to massage the muscles and activities to avoid, stay away from computer keyboards and iPads or something. But uh, in general, if it's not something serious like that, one of the best things that you can do, as I just mentioned, check out the introduction. You know, usually most guitar technique books will give you a few stretches and exercises that you can do. If what I'm describing, I'm not going to give you, not going to describe anything here in a moment that is crazy or out there or you can't find someplace else. But some of the ones that I have uh, found most helpful are the most common wrist and hand stretches. So if something I'm describing to you, you verbally here, you can't imagine, can't picture it in your head, just try and search. I mean, you could just Google search hand and finger stretches and uh, probably find a ton of videos and, and images. But some of the ones that have really helped me the real common ones, if you hold your arm out with your palm facing the floor, hold your arm out straight, but with your opposing hand. So in this case, I'll, I'll hold my left arm out with my right hand pushed down a little bit. So my palm is facing towards the floor. And then I'll just gently with my other hand, with my right hand, pull the wrist back towards me or pull my hand back towards me. And that will lightly or gently stretch the back of your hand or back of the wrist same sort of thing if your hand is out doing a, the stop right there motion with your with your hand. Grab the fingertips and pull the hand back towards you a little bit. Again, gently, but that you should feel a little bit of a stretch in the lower part of your palm or wrist. Another good one is to take the fingers or hand of your opposing hand. So again, I'm stretching my left hand here. So if I with my right hand, I will just gently pull apart my fingers. So my middle and index finger, push them up apart. Think between middle finger and ring finger, picture the Spock, like live long and prosper thing. Just use your other hand to push the fingers that way in a little more extreme fashion. Again, don't, don't hurt yourself. It's just to get a stretch. Hope that description made sense to you, but go through all those fingers, even even the thumb a little bit. I do some circular motion or wiggle my fingers sort of thing. Open and close a fist can be good. The idea there is to just get all of the muscles working. This isn't really a stretch, but here's one that I do to just, I don't know, maybe get my hand talking to my brain a little bit better. But take your thumb, touch your index finger to it, and then middle finger to your thumb and middle finger off ring finger, ring finger off pinky. So you're just going one finger at a time 
up and down, touching one finger at a time to your thumb. Uh, next step might be touch your index finger and your ring finger at the same time to your thumb. So your middle finger and pinky are hanging out in midair. And then switch at the same time, switch to pinky and middle finger touching your thumb while your index and ring are off and then switch back and forth. So index ring, middle pinky, index ring, middle pinky, index ring, middle pinky. You can pick other finger pairs, middle and ring, switch to index and pinky, middle and ring finger touching the thumb, index and pinky. It's more sort of a coordination drill, I guess, than a stretch. So there are even, you know, you use essentially muscles all the way from the fingertips up to the to your shoulder and even, you know, back and lower back posture can affect things. So, you know, the pull your arm across your chest stretch that you can do to stretch your back and shoulder muscles is a good one. The windmill arm motion of loosening up your shoulder can help all of those things. So, so I just gave you a couple of hand specific stretches and, you know, some kind of mobility and coordination exercises, but really anything that like is from the shoulder down is probably beneficial. So there you go. Those are very similar. There's some other good ones. And I'd love to hear if you've got a favorite stretch, uh, you know, send us a message or, or post a comment or something, but those are probably the most common hand stretches in textbooks or method books that I've seen. So again, you know, Nothing original here, but just an encouragement to actually do those things because if playing guitar is an activity that strains your hand and causes an injury, there's a problem there and you can probably lessen the effects of it or avoid it altogether if you wake your hand up before you try all those crazy guitar pyrotechnics that you know. So moving on, what did I do to myself? I don't know. There was a stretch in November of 2018, so several months ago, where uh, we were doing some projects around the house here, just kind of moving furniture around and doing some things. At the same time, we were gearing up for, you know, the fourth quarter. Five Star Guitars is a retail business, and we've got a, a storefront that, you know, you stock all your holiday stuff, and that stuff is coming in. You know, maybe it was that plus these home projects, plus it didn't really seem like anything more than normal, but I was, I did a couple of clinics at a seminar in Seattle that I taught a couple of classes. I played a couple of extended evening and, and day services at my church and had a couple of gigs with two different bands. So a few rehearsals and gigs from the beginning of November through the middle of December. It didn't seem like it was anything out of the ordinary. And I didn't have any sort of moment, you know, like if you step funny off of a curb and, you know, sprain your ankle, you know, just right then like, oh, yep, hurt myself. That didn't happen to me. It was just by the time Thanksgiving into mid-December rolled around, it seemed like every time I was playing guitar, I had this pain in my forearm uh, on the back of kind of the back of my form. If you imagine um, like wearing a watch on your left hand uh, where the watch face is on your left wrist there, maybe about an inch or so toward the elbow is about where this pain was developing. And it wasn't constant. It was mostly when I was doing 
the stretch if you're a blues player maybe that dun 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 dun, dun, dun that stretch that four fret stretch that you can do or if you're a, a shredder or play three note per string scales in a G major scale third fifth and seventh when you're playing three notes per string so if you can kind of envision doing you know one of those motions that stretch there where your wrist is uh, bent back towards you the hands bent back towards you so your fingers can spread out that spread was causing me this pain what was interesting to me was so that is like arm out palm up and the wrist bent back towards me like you're motioning to somebody like come here what was interesting to me is that uh, as i you know said before the like stop right there motion of having like palm down wrist back so like my wrist bent in the exact opposite direction same pain same location when i would like push a shopping cart in the grocery store or open a, a door you know the like push to open door or something like that getting up off of the floor doing a push up or something right so that was the part of it that was a little confusing to me was you would think that if i strain if you strain a, a muscle or a ligament in one direction doing the exact opposite motion intuition would say might relieve the the pain but for some reason going in any extreme in either direction caused the same same sort of pain to me so it was a little confusing to me to figure out what was going on and because i couldn't move my wrist and you know bend it in either direction without having a little bit of this discomfort i couldn't really figure out how to avoid using i'm left-handed too so this is an injury to my left hand where I can't seem to bend it in either direction without causing this problem. So it was really hard for me to just avoid using it. And so come mid-December, when I'm finally done with the last of these gigs that I had to play and going into you know the Christmas season, I basically quit playing guitar, period, figuring you know if I hurt myself playing guitar, if the, the thing that I do that I notice this pain the most is when I'm playing guitar, I'll take a couple weeks off. So mid-December, I put the guitar down and didn't touch one until after the new year. And I noticed that the the discomfort from playing was, got a little bit better, but it didn't go away, which is kind of disappointing. And so over the course of you know January through the NAMM show um, and all of that stuff that we had been doing, getting ready for the NAMM show, I'm going to NAMM and taking all these pictures and trying out all this gear. I played very, very little guitar during that time. I didn't uh, take a full, you know, like I took the full two weeks off for for winter holiday. Um, I, I did play a little bit, but I really, I mean, I don't think I ever played more than an hour and probably not much more than once or twice a week, which to me feels like taking the time off, the entire time off from playing because there's rarely a day goes by that I don't play guitar. So here I am, maybe playing once a week for now going on two months because we're getting towards the end of February and this just isn't getting any better. So for some ridiculous reason, my wife and I have decided to get both of our kids each a bunk bed and they decided they preferred to, uh, they, they would rather sleep in the same room together in the playroom, not in their individual bedrooms. So we have this bonus room in our house that was just their toy room, playroom. And so in one day, we disassembled two bunk beds, carried them across the hall and reassembled them, took the better part of a day and, you know, disassembled the thing and already knew my wrist was bugging me. So was as careful as I could be. But after that weekend, I noticed like, all right, this thing 
isn't just in my wrist now. It is starting to bother. Like it followed the tendon or ligament all the way to my elbow now. So from my elbow to my wrist, I have this stripe of discomfort on the back of my arm. So time to do something about it. That leads me to the Novathor, which I didn't know anything about this, but my wife who works at Nike got the contact information for this guy, Casey, at Performance Body Work and started to go see him. She would go on a run and then right after her workout, she would go see Casey and he's a sports massage therapist sort of thing. So he'd work on her leg a little bit and she was happy with the results of that. And started talking to him about this new device, I guess you could say it is, uh, that he had in his clinic that was, it looked like a tanning bed, um, but he was excited about it. I, Casey is, uh, um, he's also, I learned today, a Metallica fan and can play the drums, but he is also really into new techniques, new therapies, new new technology, and that's what this Novathor is. So he started telling my wife about this, and she actually has yet to try it, but he was telling her about it, and she, know, knowing me, was like, ah, oh, you know, Jeremy would be interested in this. I'm going to tell him about it. Probably last summer is when she first told me about this, and I just was, I was curious. So I wanted to sign up anyways. This moving of the bunk beds was like the straw that broke the guitar player's arm and got me to sign up to go check this thing out. So I knew very little about it, actually, even though, um, you know, in the conversations, what I heard about, it, I actually didn't do any research. It was just like, wow, that sounds cool. And then I put zero effort into learning any more about it. But Novothor, uh, spelled N-O-V-O-T-H-O-R, so Novo and then Thor, like God of Thunder. It's essentially a, uh, it, again, it looks like a tanning bed, which is why uh, in my opening banter, I ask if you've ever been tanning because I've never been tanning. And so the first time I was like probably hilariously uncomfortable with the idea of stripping down to my skimpies and laying on this thing that other people use as well. For a grown man, I was probably really hilariously awkward at that. Obviously, you know, you lock the door behind you and you're the only one in the room when you use the machine. But for some reason, didn't make it any less weird for me. But check out Novathor.com. I'll put a link in the show notes here. This is my favorite new word, photobiomodulation. It sounds like a, an effects pedal to me. Doesn't it sound other than the bio in there? Doesn't it sound like a like an optical tremolo or something? Photobiomodulation. So here's the paragraph. Light is used as medicine for treating psoriasis and neonatal jaundice, and your body uses light for vitamin D synthesis. Photobiomodulation is the term used for how near-infrared helps the body heal and relieve pain. So I've never really been a fan of painkillers and like in pill format. So the idea to me, and this is like, there's no judgment to anybody else in this, but just for me, I've always been sort of, you know, I have a pain in, in this case, a pain in my arm. So I'm going to take a painkiller and that'll mask the discomfort and I can go about my business. I've never really been a fan of that because it doesn't really solve the problem. It blocks, like pain is actually your body's way of saying, hey, something's going on here in a way trying to protect you from hurting yourself worse. If there's no other way to avoid 
the discomfort or the problem that you're dealing with. <laughs> Absolutely, like I said, there's no judgment here. But if you can come up with or you know make a lifestyle choice or or change in some way that actually sort of solves the problem, my analogy for myself has always been like you know if the check engine light comes on in my car, I don't put a piece of tape over the light on the dash and say my car is fixed. And so to me, that's sort of what a, a painkiller can be is like. It feels like an easy fix, but it's not actually solving the problem. And I wanted to actually solve the problem. Uh, and the other thing that makes me pill averse is that most medications have this, you know, the disclaimer may cause liver damage or something like that. And it's like, I like my liver. When something says may cause liver damage, it makes me wonder if, is that worth it? Or can I maybe solve this a way that won't cause liver damage? So that's just, that's sort of my my initial approach to uh to overall health. Here's a funny side note that's going to totally gross you out. Do you remember if you were in middle school or older, maybe around 2000, Doritos for like 15 minutes made these little triangle puffs. It was like if you took a miniature Dorito chip and then filled it with air, it was like a little pillow. And they used some kind of new, like maybe it was their way of avoiding trans fatty acids in it or something, but there was some new chemical that they were using in the thing to avoid the use of some other chemical. And I kid you not, the back of this package, the warning on the thing says, may cause anal leakage. I'll just leave you with that mental image. You're welcome. So in general, uh, my self-prescribed assessment and uh, diagnosis of things is usually to avoid medication. So now that I have beat that dead horse to death again, that's one of the things that intrigued me about Novathor is that, again, on their little website here, it says, don't cover pain up. Drugs cover up pain by interfering with chemical signals, but doesn't heal. It was speaking my language, so I was pre-biased to like this thing um, and be curious about it. They describe it as, you know, infrared and near-infrared um, LED lights. You know, kick on the Novathor, lay down. These little infrared lights kick on. Uh, there's a fan kind of near your feet that, uh, at least the way I lay, I don't know, maybe I'm supposed to go the other way and put the fan by my head. But uh, you you lay down the thing. There's a little fan that circulates air because it does warm you up a little bit. Just lay there for 12 or 15 minutes and let it let it do its thing. It shuts off after the, the timer hits zero and you get up and, and uh, go on your merry way. So there's... Not a whole lot to it, but the idea, as best I can describe in plain English, is that the it's light therapy. So the light stimulates cell activity, cells in your body to do the thing that they do. The way that Casey described it is it sort of reminds your cells what their job is, and then they go about their business doing that job more efficiently. So in some cases... If it is an injury that you are healing from or a lot of athletes use it as a pre or post workout part of the routine. Um, in fact, uh, Casey is visited by Tobin Heath, who's one of the biggest soccer players in the world. And she plays for Portland, plays for the Thorns. And so she goes to see him before every match, does the Novathor bed before the match. Nike for the Oregon Project Runners, there isn't actually one open for use on the Nike campus, but uh, I know there is one on the Nike campus, and I've heard that it is only for use by the Oregon Project Runners, and some of them use it quite extensively, I think. 
pre-workout. So before they go on a long run, they'll kick this thing on and it basically stimulates their body. Apparently doing it before the workout helps the post-workout recovery. So there are a lot of benefits. Casey's told me that there are some cognitive benefits. You sleep better. That is one that I experienced, although I have two kids who would have something to say about how well I sleep. But I noticed, or rather maybe didn't notice, prior to using the Novathor that I hadn't had a dream in a long time. And when you sleep, you know, there are several sleep cycles or or phases that you go through when you sleep, lay down and, and go unconscious. And the REM sleep where dreams happen is the most recuperative sleep. So not to say it doesn't necessarily mean that every time you hit REM sleep, you have a dream and you remember that dream when you wake up. That's that's not the case. But to go months on end having never remembered a dream increases the likelihood that I didn't ever have one. So even though I felt like I'd sleep well, I'd go to sleep and I make it through the night, have no trouble going to sleep and I wouldn't wake up for any other reason than a kid coming in crying or something like that. Felt like I was sleeping as well as any parent would, but it wasn't until after using the Novathor and I went back to Casey and like, you know what, dude, I had a dream the other night and that hasn't happened in a while. And he's like, ah, oh, there you go. I just, I didn't really, I didn't know what I was missing. So that has been a benefit that I had heard about before. And I, I at least believe that I am experiencing. I had one that I, I asked him about because like, I don't know if this is some sort of placebo effect Like, I want to think that things are happening that aren't. But I told him, I was like, you know, on the drive home, when I'm heading back to the shop or back to my house, feels like I can read road signs and license plates on other cars more clearly. Is Am I just making this up or is that a thing? And he's like, not very many people have noticed or mentioned that as a potential benefit, but you aren't the first. So I was kind of excited to have something maybe a little more tangible of a result. But the real reason I actually signed up for this Novathor bed was now that my hand was bugging me enough and knowing that athletes were using this for injury recovery and workout recovery, I wanted to know if this thing could also you know, stimulate self-healing. And I was curious if laying in this bed would have a targeted enough benefit that it could essentially kind of you know, reach this one ligament, one tendon in my arm. So I was curious if it would reach the internal muscular level, you know, stimulate recovery or or healing in, in my forearm. So at Casey's suggestion, I signed up for two sessions a week. And I have been doing that for about a month. I think today was the eighth time I've gone. So I've been doing it for about a month. And am super excited to report that while I probably could overextend my wrist in those, you know, those motions and hand positions that I had mentioned causing me the most pain, I can kind of force the issue and make that discomfort show up. But I also last night spent about four hours tracking guitar with zero problems, no discomfort, no pain, no um, no fatigue, no anything, and not even thinking about it, uh, which was odd to me because as soon as I started, maybe the third session in was when I started to notice that like some healing take place. And I would say I was like maybe 70%, you know, recovered, like, ooh, this is... I'm noticing a significant reduction in the amount of problems I'm having with this. So I started playing guitar more. And after having dealt with this pain for three months, I realized 
how much a part of guitar playing this pain had become because I would go to do some sort of extended, you know, chord voicing or stretch on a guitar and could feel my hand or, or, you know, my body tense up like, oh, this is going to hurt. And it didn't. And it probably took me two weeks of playing guitar on a fairly regular basis. I, you know, kind of went by. I didn't overdo it, but I probably went back to playing every other night for maybe 20 minutes. And it probably took me two weeks for my mentality to reset and trust it again and not have that, oh, here it comes, it's going to hurt sort of feeling. Super excited to say that, um, you know, ever since then, probably probably from about the third or fourth visit, um, I noticed increasing and sustained improvement in the lack of pain from playing. Like I said, I think I've been doing it a, a little over a month. Today was the eighth time I've gone, and I can still force my hand into that position to hurt it. And I'm curious if it will go away just by doing the Novothor bed. They do have like a more specific, like a light wand that's kind of for targeting areas. And, uh, you know, Casey mentioned it's so location specific, um, my issue that, you know, a couple of sessions with the wand might, might really be beneficial. But my curiosity is, can just hanging out in this bed once or twice a week really, you know, do it for me just by itself? I have a few more weeks where I will go twice a week. Then I am going to start to taper once a week and eventually once or twice a month. And if I can, I will continue that indefinitely to the extent that my schedule and finances allow. But on that point, I really, really want to urge you to try this as a potential solution if it's at all within your means. I'll stop short of saying a, an actual price, but I signed up for 12 sessions at Performance Body Work um, for far less than uh, than 500 bucks. So for the cost of a of a knee brace or small fraction of a bottle of a prescription, you might pay. I'm you know heading into this 15 minutes once twice a week in a using a technique or a tool that is training my body to self heal. So it's helping me solve the problem. And I feel like in a very economical way, I guess that's where I'm going with this, is that, you know, if your alternative is a thousand dollar brace or some sort of pain medication or something like that, I'd, I'm not a, a doctor and I'm not advising you to go against doctor's orders. So please don't like interpret this as I'm overstepping my bounds. I'm just saying I'm having great luck and I'm a huge fan of the Novothor and suggest that you try it out. It, by comparison, it feels like a pretty affordable Again, by comparison, 500 bucks is nothing to sneeze at, but by comparison, it might be a much better financial decision than a perpetual subscription or subscription, prescription or, you know, something like that. And again, you know, if you've got some sort of serious medical condition that needs, uh, <laughs> needs your prescription, don't, don't hear this as I'm telling you to quit cold turkey. But there are some, Casey told me last time that he's got some clients who are, he just said diabetic, so I don't know if, uh, like at what level, but they have reduced their insulin dependency by half. So maybe as an analogy or an example to say, it may not 
completely eliminate or replace a prescription that you are taking or has been, you know, assigned to you by your doctor, but it may help reduce your dependency on it. And again, you know, may cause liver damage. Well, (laughs) if you can cut the liver damage in half, maybe it's worth checking out. And so, you know, that is it. I just, uh, I was so excited to actually be physically feeling the improvements and the benefits of using the Novothor. I am still wildly curious about the overall health benefits. I am curious, you know, I haven't seen any place that, that posts or posits any health risks of using it. It's one of those, like, seems like it's too good to be true sort of things. Like, you get all of the benefits and none of the side effects. <laughs> In the real world, that doesn't exist. So I'm curious if this is, you know, maybe I'm subjecting myself to some kind of crazy radiation and... um Actually, my son would be really excited about that because in his worldview, that would turn me into some sort of superhero like Hulk or something. So I hope my superpower is uh, incredible guitar playing. He'd be disappointed by that. He, I'm sure he would hope that I could shoot lasers out of my eyes or fly or something, but I just want to be a better guitar player. So maybe that's what I'm doing. And I'll, you know, if I'm walking around and I'm literally glowing, you'll, that'll be your cue to maybe stay away. But uh, uh, in theory, you know, may, and maybe from overuse, you can actually do some some harm to your body. But this, you know, 10 to 15 minutes once or twice a week or pre or post workout or something like that does not seem to have any adverse side effects since they've been using it in the athletes and, and other people. And I am most certainly feel better and I'm super excited that I can actually play guitar again. So, uh, man, that is it. I hope that was a little encouraging and maybe enlightening to you. I'm out of here. I'm going to go play some more guitar. This has been a Guitar Shop's Guide to Hand Injuries and the Novathor. See you later. I'm going to go jam. 